You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do And if you remember to a couple podcasts back, we promised we'd give you an accounting of our first long road trip with the dogs. And you noticed a hesitation there. (laughs) 3,300 miles. It was a long trip. So the recipe is like this. Take three women, six dogs, put them in a tin can, and shake for 3,000 miles. (laughs) And see what you get. (laughs) And it actually, we we came back friends. There were no dog fights. There were Uh, no human fights. (laughs) (laughs) No cat fights. No cat fights. Uh, And actually, I enjoyed it. There were a few mornings that were really cold, but uh, I think it was fun, and I think we'll do another one. Liz is officially our dedicated cook. Yep. And and we will share recipes later, because there there is some good stuff that you you made up. But I'll tell you what, we'll take a break for our sponsor, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T Yes, a simple solution for shedding. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. So our trip was nine days, 3,300 miles. We rotated drivers for the most part, stopped whenever we needed 
half a tank of gas to fill up and let the dogs out. And for six of the nine nights, we slept in the RV. We took a break when we were back in Louisiana and stayed at a hotel for three nights. And the recipe basically worked. It was great to watch the expression, if anybody was around as we got out of the RV. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like one of those little clown, uh, significantly larger, but still, it was like watching a clown car unravel. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) One, One person, one dog. One person, three dogs, one person, two dogs. And they're all different, well, except for the three tries. Yeah, mine look basically the same except for the sizes, and one has a tail. But Petra brought her... Keely, the palm. How how old is she now? Eight. Mm -hmm. So eight-year-old Pomeranian Keely. And then Kate brought Walter and Quill, her cocker mix, and Jack Russell. Gina, the ancient Rottweiler, got to stay home. Yeah, the way she throws her shoulders out, there's no way she could do the steps. No, oh, gosh, no. no. She'd have had to have been lifted in and out, and that would have embarrassed her horribly. Yeah. She would not have been happy with that. And that was too close to quarters, because all the boys would be touching her. Yeah, she'd have been upset <laughs> with that. Too. She would have had half of the RV, and all the other dogs would have been yeah. leaning up against the edges. Ah! Uh-huh, pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, and then I brought all three of mine. Bashir's a nine-year-old who's... Very well-traveled. He's traveled a lot. Cisco's traveled quite a bit. And then Bones has traveled a little bit. In fact, in the last year and a half, hes I figured he'd racked up about 5,000 miles. Because no. Sacramento and back, and from Oregon to Sacramento to my place. And then we went up to Central California. And then this 3,300-mile trip. So yeah. he's got some miles under his young belt. Cool. He's a good cool. traveler. Yeah. He's a little... He's not completely relaxed, but he gets into his crate and he goes, okay, I'm cool. Yeah. And then uh, Cisco, was, who's a good traveler, was a little worried about the, the rattles in an RV. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that you're going to stop all the rattling, even though we pack stuff well. But he was much more secure in his crate. Yeah. And he would just kind of zone out and go to a happy place in his mind. But he wasn't too stressed because we'd go for a walk and he was happy to jump back in the RV. So. They all quickly transitioned to this is home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. This is where we go. Yeah. I was saying Keely traveled fine. She was on my lap and that's where she was happy. And towards the end of the trip, she started, stopped barking quite as frantically when mm-hmm. you were out of her sight. The first few days it was, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to leave me in here. But towards the end of the trip, she was getting much better about it. Well, in searching for the ideal RV, one of the things that uh, was a selling point for the RV that you did buy was instead of having a queen-size bed in the back, it had four bunk beds. Yeah. 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 It's a bunk bed model. And Kate went with me when we were looking for him, and we grabbed Petra during her lunch hour one day when we chose the model. When we first looked at it, we went, oh my gosh, this could be perfect. And it did work out very well. Yeah, because each of you guys had bottom bunk. And uh-huh. You had your own top bunk to put all your storage, storage stuff. bags, all your personal things. Uh-huh. That worked out great. And I slept over the cab. cab, and that worked out good. So that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, originally I was debating whether I should take the top bunk so that I wouldn't feel claustrophobic. And give my guys the bottom bunk. But sleeping on the bottom was easier. I wasn't claustrophobic. 
and it did allow uh, my two to decide to jump up or jump down onto right. the floor. Right. It worked very nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if we had turned around and slept the other direction with our head towards the back of the RV near that cupboard, that mm. would have been a little more claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, that's the way it's designed because the light is down there. Yeah. But No, I'm not going to sleep with my head in a cave. No, no. Well... I'm claustrophobic <laughs> enough that I didn't want to either. Although it was so cold a few nights, I ended up pulling the covers over my head. But Which was the nice, it was really, of course, you know, we can't talk about that because we got there and back before this great the polar winter vortex. storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. polar vortex hit like the week after our trip. I mean, well, okay, we're Southern California gals. Yeah. And we complained, I think the coldest we hit was 20, 23. 23 in Arizona. In Arizona, right. right. Yeah. We were complaining. And I know it's probably warm for most of you guys, but not us. <laughs> we were cold. Yeah. <laughs> we're whips. I was not so much complaining as I was really, really appreciating that my terrier will sleep under the covers when it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, body. Well, I did try to get Bashir to sleep with me, but after, even in that temperature, he he was hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even Keely, she was, I mean, she just has a nice coat. She'd rather curl up in a little ball next to me above the covers, not under. Yeah. Yeah, she'll hide her nose, so that's about it. The one advantage of a, of a short-haired dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he'll share his body heat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we worked out the sleeping nicely, and uh, even feeding of meals because Keely, small enough, she mm-hmm. could eat up. Yeah, on the bunk area. And yeah. then uh, Liz fed her three in the kitchen area, mm-hmm. or a couple times outside, or outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'd close the door between the bathroom and the rest of the RV, the back of the RV. And feed my two. <laughs> Not that we really expect them to squabble over a meal just time. Prevention, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I have three exactly. big dogs, and they eat fast. They could potentially eat theirs and then clean up the other three bowls if they yeah, wanted to. Right. But you know, why court trouble? So having some reasonable expectations, mm-hmm. yes, I guess is part of what mm-hmm. we did along the way. And then we had crates for for several of the dogs and actually brought extra crates. So we could have crated just about everybody if we wanted to. And then the Uh, crates we used were the collapsible um, canvas canvas kind. So they were lightweight because you don't want to hit way down your RV or trailer. Well, and, and moving were, them. And, yeah, moving them and storing them and pop them open and shed them, clothes, fold them down. They were great. They yeah. were perfect. I mean, what if the worst thing had happened, like, I don't, well, wouldn't be the worst, but something bad happened, like the RV uh, caught on fire and had to be towed away. Nobody hurt. But then we would have had crates to keep all of our guys safely contained mm-hmm. while we figured out what to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or just the what fact, one of the things that I thought of is... You know, six dogs in close quarters. What if somebody got grumpy? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's... that's Somebody like, oh, Walter. (laughs) You know, somebody could have got grumpy. Yeah. And uh, just being able to give them their own spot, some time away. And uh, Bones wanted to be out more. He was, (laughs) but but I want to play. Well, and there were a couple of occasions where we did put grumpy pants, my dog Walter, away and then you sat with Cisco and Bashir. Right. And that uh gave Bones and Quill the space to play bitey face. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They actually had some good bonding time. Mm-hmm. Got some energy out of them while they bonded. They had a fun time. It was positive reinforcement for the trip to let them 
play like that. And it, we were able to clear out enough space for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was uh-huh. good for them, good for us. Well, and we ought to mention where we put the crates. You could have set the small crates up on the top bunk over yours had we needed to. And actually, the top bunk over mine, I took the mattress off so that there was space for the big crate up there if Again, if we needed to. But what we did while we were traveling is we lowered the dining room table, put the cushions across it, and then put two big crates and one smaller crate there. Mm -hmm. And when we were eating dinner, we would, of course, lift them up, put the table up, which took all of, like, two or three minutes. I mean, it didn't take long at all. Really easy. We had it down to a size. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But with the crates there, the dogs were in the middle of the action, didn't feel like they were exiled. Right. Which we didn't want to do. Well, and then also the back of the RV is much bouncier, right? bumpier for them. It doesn't ride as calm and smooth. They all so. like to be as far front as they could. Uh-huh. Yes. I think it was more stable. And mm-hmm. that's where we were. Yeah. 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 That's where we were. Well, even if I was asleep in the back. Uh, okay. A couple of times, my guys deserted me to be up front. Yeah. yeah that's true. I say deserted because that's the emotional impact it had on me. <laughs> <laughs> If it was cold enough for the terrier to get under the covers, then he would nap with me in the very back. But if it was bouncy, noisy, and not that cold, then he was up front. Mm -hmm. And Walter was always up front. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, with the three of us, we could swap off driving, although I ended up only driving certain times. (laughs) Time number A would be when Kate is asleep and doesn't notice her driving. I have admitted a lead foot, and um, the RV isn't exactly a race car. Time number two would be when we were facing hours of driving, as in in Texas. and uh, The roads are very straight straight. for about hundreds and hundreds of miles of straight road. Then Liz is allowed to drive again. Straight steering wheel and cruise control. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Because I do have a history of making Kate throw up. times kate and i just switched off driving yeah <laughs> and liz was our what did we end up calling um our, i was the stewardess. stewardess she was our rv stewardess if you cabin, could, girl. cabin girl cabin <laughs> girl if you could cabin ever girl. imagine me as a stewardess or cabin girl i was happy to help <laughs> cabin girl cabin girl do we have a pair back there oh thank you can we get some water get some water is that in dog, your empty bottle that in dog cuddler Yes. Mm. yes, I got to snuggle worried dogs. Speaking of bonding, Liz and Terrier had quite yes. a bonding time. Yes, he that's He true. discovered that I would snuggle him when he was worried. Yep. He was worried a lot, and, and it was nice to be... But, and even now that we're back, yeah, he's he will come still to me, go over to you. He's and, come to me several times. Well, and Walter was just over nudging, poking my thigh, saying, You may pet <laughs> me now. <laughs> Although Walter and I have bonded in the past. But yes, this, this was the first time the Terrier really paid attention to me. But he was worried. And, I, and let's talk about that. He had the hardest time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Siska was a little worried, but he was able to find his happy place in the crate. I did give him some meclizine car sickness meds the first day because we were going over the mountains and it was curvy but he seemed to do fine so I didn't give it to him again and he he never had a problem but Quill was concerned he would be so tense that every bobble in the road that would make a kicking you could just see his whole body twitch so he never actually threw up but he was definitely tired I don't and okay. he has heavy feet <laughs> the times you were driving or Liz was driving and he was on my lap, you, it was easy to have a blanket. And then it's like, relax, 
Relax. <laughs> he is, Heavy feet and stiff as a board. He is able to <laughs> defy all laws of physics with yes. a pound per square inch that he can apply. It's amazing. With his feet. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We t- knowing that he did not have good socialization as a puppy. And I got when I first got him. Well, he, he was basically like seven, we'll, eight we'll, months old. We'll yeah. go. Yeah. We'll detail that a little bit more. He spent the first seven months of his life at a breeder's in a run because after his litter was born, the breeder had some personal emergencies. And she was gone. And she was gone, and one of her kids needed to take care of the puppies. And so even though she is at other times a respected breeder, you know, family emergencies happen. And so unfortunately he spent seven months in a kennel. Mm -hmm. He was fed, he was cared for. He was socialized with the family, but not away from the kennel and not away from the family. So he lost that initial important socialization. So that's a socialization is a big term. What he lost was the ability to cope with new and uncomfortable things. And to problem solve. And to problem solve. All of the above. Yeah. So socialization sounds like he just never went to a party. Yeah, well, (laughs) that's, that's true. But he, yeah, he didn't learn skills at a, what it would have been a wonderful time to have learned them. Right. And that's, that's interesting because Cisco came from a breeder who's in the mountains of Arizona and he lacked some of the same things, except he did develop a different type of coping skill, finding the happy place in his brain. Right, right. And they at least right. tried to take him into town and right. get him used to so. right. I don't think Quill had ever been on a car ride until he was seven, six, seven months old. Yeah. And went on a, what, four-hour car ride? Yeah. To, yeah, come, to home. come home. Yeah. To come down to San Diego. Yeah. Actually. That's that's pretty drastic. And by the time I took him, or got adopted him, uh, bought him, whatever word you want to use, I'd put him in the car and he'd scream in his crate. Mm-hmm. So we worked through that. Until now, he's very happy to ride in my car. Sure. But the now RV, transitioning to other cars. The, the RV makes noise. And it's bumpier. And, you know, I'm a trainer, and it should have occurred to me. But once he was happy riding in my car, I went, great, we're over that. And then <laughs> we went for a ride in Petra's truck. Oh, yeah. And he's in the cab, and I'm That's going, right. what's wrong with my dog? That's right. He looked like he was going to get sick. Yes. Yeah. So I marked off his to-do list, got him to ride in a car. Mm-hmm. Forgot to add on, let's generalize to different kinds of vehicles. Yeah. Is it wasn't as bad as starting all the way back on step one, but he was definitely unhappy. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. we did take some test rides in the RV, including a fairly long one up to Central California mm-hmm. and some local ones. And the one to Central California, he actually wasn't quite as worried. I mean, initially he was, but I think he so enjoyed the vacation there right. and running on the beach. That took a little of the edge off. Wasn't as long a trip. Right. More time out of the RV than in it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. uh, this long trip. But that doesn't mean we're going to quit. No, no. There, It was, okay, just in a scientific frame of mind, mm-hmm. the different techniques tried. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one technique was to put him in his crate with lots of nice soft padding so he felt contained. That took the level down a couple of notches. He still didn't relax, curl up, and just fall asleep. He just sort of, oh, okay, I can handle right now. Try drugs, Benadryl. 
you know, over the counter, just let's get him nice and, and loopy. And that kind of worked, but he still fought through it. Mm-hmm. I think he was tense enough that it was like, I will not fall asleep. Yeah. I will not. <laughs> just, you know, putting his mind on other things with treats. No, that wasn't going to work. That was. I actually tried flooding him. When I say by flooding, um, increasing his level of anxiety to so high for a while that basically his adrenal glands could no longer produce what was causing the, the chemical agent of fear so that he had to relax. I did that by turning him over upside down. So, you know, this is something I do at home when he's comfortable. I have took a while to teach him to relax to do that. But at home, I can turn him over. He's all loosey-goosey. In the RV, it was, oh, no, 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 I cannot be vulnerable. I cannot be belly up. And it was straight-legged, as you say. <laughs> he was like a cast bronze terrier. Oh, my God. And out the <coughs> yeah, I was driving at that point. Yeah. You were doing it. Kept looking over. It was like a stiff dog. Yeah. Yeah. Just bronze statue. You're trying to. <laughs> and it lasted, what, a good 20 minutes, half an hour? Yeah, yeah. Until finally, it was just his adrenal glands are depleted. And he went, and he just kind of crashed. But that wasn't my number one choice choice of the way to, to deal with. Yeah. That was, I had hoped that after that, he could be calm for a while. And he was. He was. He was but at it was that the point, next I think that's the probably day. the first time we actually saw his eyelids kind of droop a little bit. Oh. But it felt like an extreme technique. Yeah. But it was the next to last day on the trip. So I said, all right, <laughs> let's go for it. <laughs> In other words, he felt like he was fighting an unnamed monster while riding yeah. in the RV. And this gave him, in a way, something named. Mm-hmm. Being held in this vulnerable position. And so once he gave in to that fight, he gave in to the other fight. But, you know, it's something I have in my toolbox. I'll keep trying. I'm hoping that just habituation. Mm-hmm. Just riding in the RV to lots of fun places with yeah. fun things and, happening. And exactly. with the other dogs who were calm, there was a few times that Bashir, who travels anywhere, anyhow, anyway... Went up to him, nosed him, was acknowledging, hey, Quill, it's okay. And I don't know that Quill paid any attention, but it's got to be some kind of a help. Bashir comes along and goes, hey, chill, bro, it's cool. And and Quill looked at him and says, but you don't understand (laughs) the tragedy that's about to befall us. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Quill. We all felt bad for him. But if he can go from screaming in the in the car to riding happily he will eventually find good things to happen in the rv like going with he, he was still to happy to jump in it yes. just, yeah just when we started down the road yeah which reminds me i do want to put some stickers at the the lower level of okay this is the there's the main door and then there's a screen door to right. get into the rv right you know how people put stickers on patio doors that are glass oh you're gonna put it on the screen door so walter doesn't run into it yeah (laughs) there was one that was highly out of six dogs only walter well but you know okay (laughs) that's my boy (laughs) trying to jump in the rv (laughs) and bounce off the screen door nose first it was like a cartoon Uh wham slide down (laughs) pick himself up shake and say what happened So, yeah, you know. (laughs) Has he learned his lesson? Probably. But there might be other dogs at some time or another that might need some warning. 
uh-huh. that the screen door is uh-huh. locked. Okay. And we did One find out, out that the uh, screen is okay. very well it's, seated. Well, and then there's Walter trying to open the screen window. Oh, yeah. Which is a good point for him. <sighs> who has an RV and who has a dog that... It's uh, a good idea to put yeah. a stick in the window so that your it dog does. cannot paw open the window and the screen. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I saw it. And he didn't jump out because he, I was walking around the RV and noticed that the gap in the window and the screen was about big enough for Walter's head. Walter with an asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) And I've discovered that a yardstick is just the right thickness to slide into the groove there. Right. So, yeah, one of the joys of having the RV is being able to leave them in the RV in a safe situation. And not worry about it overheating and right. having room that they can not <laughs> pester each other. And not worrying that they're going to open a window and jump out. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, you know, since we're on a roll. Oh, dear. Yeah, you might as well, you know, and teaching the dog to wait at the door when the door opens. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. first night out. Our That's first usually... shoot. Wait, wait. Which two dogs were those again? <laughs> oh, Kate. <laughs> 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 I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> Kate's dog. We don't uh, need to name an names. <laughs> yeah. All right. What was the next morning? The next morning. The Liz first is morning. an early morning first mark. First night. I am not an early morning person. So my dogs had to go potty. I got up. Kate's leashed, in bed. Kate's still and I in bed. are still in our bed. All nice and warm because that was the coldest morning. Too. That was, it was 23 degrees, but my dogs were telling me they had to pee. So I leashed them. I stepped out of the RV and a gentleman is walking by with two cute, adorable, teeny tiny Shih Tzus with pink bows in their top knot. Oh, yeah. Just make it worse. And... Walter and Quill come dashing through between legs and charge the cute little Shih Tzus. But you know, that's just their courtship manner. Yeah, right. I don't wow. know. Yeah, both up on uh-huh. tiptoes. And they, they did not cause harm, but they scared the little Shih Tzus and they scared the guy and they ignored me when I tried to call them back. Oh, sure. They ignore Liz, but out of a nice cocoon of warm sleep in the back, I hear, Kate, get up! <laughs> And I was out of there and you at were. the door. See, and Keely and I are watching from our top ah. bunk there, watching all this. And Liz comes in and is like, get, get up! And you, I is the fastest I've ever seen you move. It's but, a good thing yeah. I sleep with some pajamas on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good thing. And I wasn't thinking. I was just That, and I'm there. glad you're not, you weren't on the top bunk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I hollered like that because the guy was kicking Walter. Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. And, and I think him. they came dashing in before you went out the door. Pro- yeah, well, I got to the door just and they in were time to have in, two right? bodies yeah. fly past me. And I, was like, yeah. I, I think the cake got their attention finally, yeah. and it was like, oh, this oh, is peed God. off. <laughs> and then the guy went straight to the office. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we packed up, and that's not how to make an impression on an RV park. No. <laughs> no. And you can bet that for the rest of the trip, we worked very, very hard, hard on wait, wait at the end releases wait yes. and releases yes. and wait until the correct person releases this you. Yes. yes because uh-huh. if i'm releasing my three or or Petra's releasing keely or yeah. vice versa oh there's no releasing yeah. keely they're just carrying her like the queen on a pillow yeah she does wait for yeah, yeah. i will wait here until yeah. you pick me up <laughs> <laughs> there's no worries about a wait <laughs> no, no 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 
No, well, but you know when that whole this commotion was going on, I she just you know how she can communicate very well, right? Just with her her, she just sat there and looked at me. It's almost like oh, those boys. <laughs> I knew they were trouble. <laughs> we should have just come along. <laughs> but then there was mine trying to, not Bashir, but Cisco and Bones trying to back up Walter and yeah, yeah. Well, they're in trouble. <laughs> we got your back, boys. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, we uh, we changed our first morning we'll, we out, of the out of there. <laughs> yep, yep, but yep. by the end of the trip, we did have good door compliance. Yes. Oh, actually, in a day or two, in a day or two, it was just a. They all knew how to wait at doors. It was a matter of okay, this is the this new is routine. A new place. Let's see what we can get away yeah. with. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no issues after that. Not done. All was good. And actually, we got compliments on the dog's behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like the wait in the RV, yes, but also in the hotels. Yes. Because there were a couple of times I went, I opened the door and stuck my head out. Either there were children, which would have terrified Walter. Yeah. Or uh, somebody else with a dog, because it was a uh-huh. dog-friendly hotel. And it was nice to be able to just step back in, count to ten, and look again. Mm-hmm. Without fighting with the dogs, trying to, because they were sitting there on leash mm-hmm. waiting to be released. Yeah, right. Yep. Behind me. Right. Just good manners. Not charging out. And then the obedience skills, you know, and of course, yes, we're biased, we're trainers, but the obedience skills in the RV parks, at the hotel, at Petra's daughter and son-in-law's place, there's a vacant lot across the street where we could let the dogs run. Being able to let them off leash and let them have some running and play time in the midst Mm -hmm. of the trip, that took a lot of tension off the dogs, too, because they could... Use up some of that energy and right. just run and play and chase the ball. And and I will say that every time I let the terrier off leash, uh, even though I'm not religious, I send up a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and there was that one time that he made me question all the gods that be if I had done the right thing. Because he had disappeared into the Woods. white forest and underbrush. Right. Uh, yeah, so oh. Liz and I are standing there and we see... Well, Quill went that one direction. You followed, and you're calling, and all of a sudden he comes the complete opposite. Yeah, here he comes, like what, Mom? He did. And you're out. still over there looking and for I'm him. I'm still controlling my mounting anxiety. <laughs> and he comes up behind me. Hi there, I'm oh, here. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> What's up? So he was. Yeah, he did not run off either at the desert or the woods or the nope. mountains. He was a good boy. Yeah. Yep. He, could he still a terrier? So. <laughs> I suppose I'll always be calling upon all the benevolent gods. I think terrier owners do have their own set of gods. They have to. Yeah. A lot of earth gods, goddesses. (laughs) Whereas the herding dogs run circles around us going, Hi, Mom! Here you are! Hi, Mom! Running around playing, but running circles and checking back, going, Hi, Mom! I'm here. There's you. Yeah! Yep. And it was fun with the different environments. It wasn't quite as much was it where were we in texas when we had all the burrs oh, oh yeah yes. that was yeah uh, i was going through texas the goat heads yeah goat for, heads and, for, and some other round yeah, burr that yeah. was just really really fort stockton yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Were, the dogs each dog would walk two feet and stop and hold a paw up so we were well except for keely because then she's like you know get into miss princess no we walk on we'll just pee here in the dirt but then we walk on the cement <laughs> The boys will get stickers in their feet, but not her. Ooh, there's a sticker. Attendant, please carry me home. Yeah, I was about to pull out my boy's boots 
Yeah. Just for going for walks. But then the next town we stopped in, it seemed it to be less better. of it. Yeah. 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 yeah there's that one section was bad. The other thing we learned is there's different definitions in RV parks as to what is dog friendly and what isn't. Mm. Yes. That's right. Some of them were, we all, we purposely chose parks that said they were dog friendly. Mm-hmm. And after the first morning, we were very good guests. Yes. (laughs) We made a point of it. At least we didn't leave any blood behind on the first one. Right, right. Just just a rude first impression. Right, right. They didn't cause any harm. They just startled the guy in the the cute little shih tzus. Yeah. But um, other than that one incident, we tried very hard to be good dog owner guests. The last place we stayed... But let me say, what we... So we... Kept dogs on leash. Yes. Kept and, them quiet. Or, I mean, if there's a little bit, nothing like crazy barking or anything. Right. If we did let them off leash, it was under control. Uh-huh. Always and control. one wonderful place did have a dog, enclosed dog play area. That part, well, that two, place two of cool. them, Two of them had dog play areas, oh, but right. one of them was very, very small. Yeah. yeah. It was only about six foot by 20 feet. Yeah. yeah. But one park we came, that we stayed at, had a wonderful, large fenced nice. in dog area and that was great because we were out there for what, a good hour and they're running and playing with the right stick and all that yeah that was yeah. awesome so unleash or under control by uh-huh. some means and then mm-hmm. pick up their poop pick up their poop religiously yeah those yes. are the four biggies for me right yeah to be a responsible dog owner right. and traveling exactly and uh some of the parks were welcoming to the dogs had a dog area had a dog park or something and then the last night we stayed in was i think they call it glamping glamour camping and this was a glamour camping park in uh the dog area the dog walk that she called it was oh yes actually after you park you can just go right on out to the dog walk area it's okay it's right through those gates so you have to leave the rv park (laughs) that's where the gates Yeah. yeah and then walk Along a busy street in the dirt with nothing separating yeah. the dogs from the busy street. Right. And no potty bags, no trash can to put the dog poop in, the dog bags. And you want to make sure your dog was on leash because I mean, that was a busy That was a very busy road. street. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that, that was, was like a 50 mile an hour at least, which meant people were going 60. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so, I was kind of surprised it didn't have a designated fenced dog area and i was a little disappointed that was the most expensive rv park we stayed at in the good sam book rv book they said they were dog friendly but yet that was the only place the dogs were allowed to walk they weren't allowed on the grass they weren't allowed in any of the buildings they weren't there were all these no's Oh, and, and one of those nice uh, pet pots with a bag dispenser and the trash can and all that was right outside the gate, or just inside the gate where you would so then you'd go have to the... yeah because you have to pass it yeah to go out yeah. right Since and that's then... if you could see it because it was camouflaged mm. you know it, we passed it a couple times till we realized there was yeah 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 so that was the marker so. to this way out <laughs> but you know what I have to admit because when we we're looking for RV places uh-huh um that good sam book is absolutely awesome because it was yeah. nice it told you if they were pet friendly right it told you if there was a uh breed quantity or a you know, breed how restriction. many you're allowed and breed restrictions right you know so it was nice yeah the, the your membership in the good sam club is well worth it and their book on rv 
campsites, RV parks, was well worth. I don't yeah. remember what it cost, but it was well worth the the money. Yeah, that's definitely an RV Bible because yeah. uh-huh. that was that was cool. I liked yep. it. All opinions solicited here have no basis for any yeah. and good thing. Yeah, no, it just made traveling with dogs so much easier. The opinions expressed here are not necessarily those of the station. <laughs> And we have no stock in the Good Sam <laughs> However, if the Good Sam Club would like to sponsor us, I'm sure. <laughs> that would be a very broad hint. So anything else we want to add for our listeners? Oh, do go traveling with your dogs and enjoy it. Yes. It was nicer you know, traveling with it, dogs. You know what it, it does? is like when, a lot of people when you travel, you drive. But when you travel with dogs... You've got to stop for gas and to let them potty and stretch oh, your legs. Oh, one of the most fun places we stopped. Oh, Bucky's. <laughs> See, and you can go and when you stop in unique areas. Yes. Bucky's. Then you too can buy some Bucky balls to munch on. <laughs> Bucky nuggets, weren't they? Yeah, nuggets. I think they had both. Oh, nuggets balls and, and balls. nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Uh, which are really, yeah. really sweet treats. That will yeah, send you into diabetic shock. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. your your it's combination a- souvenir gas station blown up to Mega Proportions. Mega Proportions in the it's, it's in the steps of the old Stuckies. In the middle of yeah. Texas where nothing else is around. Yeah. And they were busy. Cool. They were really busy. They were busy. And their logo, really their mascot is Bucky and he's a beaver. So you you too can go there and get t shirts that say, I've got beaver on my mind. Yep. That was right inside the door. Big ol' yeah with Bucky's head on it. We resisted those. And as Petra says, you two can go traveling and see unique things. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and on that note, we'll let you go. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.